0: Let the atmosphere of your presence create a new thing. We thank you, Father. I ask, O oh God, that you will pass through my lips of clay and speak to your people accurate current word from the throne of grace. Remove every barrier in the minds of men. Let every veil be removed. Let every doubt be dispelled. I come against every walk of the enemy, every walk of darkness in the heart of men this morning by the blood of Jesus. I take authority over them and I ask, O oh God, that in the name of Jesus, you will flow through me and your thought will be communicated to the mind of your people unhindered. Thank you, Father. For in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And the people say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm sure some people are wondering, ah, what's happening? This is not our usual... Order and pattern. (laughs) Um, Looks as if it's faster than we're maximizing your relationships. We'll be looking at how to get the maximum benefit in all the relationships that um, are in your life. And it's important to note that um, relationships are in your life not for form, relationships are in your life for benefits. In other words, um, uh, whichever person, personality that you have interaction with, that you are connected to, there is always a reason why God bring you in connection with such people. Glory to God. And i like to also make you see that whatever God does for a man um, will always require connection with other people. And the reason is not far-fetched, when God created Adam in the beginning, and that is where the rule or the law of relationship began from. When God created Adam in from the beginning, God said it is not good for man to be alone. Is somebody with me at all? No? It's not good for man to be alone. But before he got into that, because that talks about relationship of Adam to um, other things, to other to uh, other people, it started, it started with the relationship between Adam and God. The Bible says all created Adam, please tell those who are outside to come in. Um, anybody that is outside, I don't want anybody roaming outside. You know, please check out and be sure that nobody's outside. Everybody that is outside should come in. Okay. So, the relationship between Adam and God, God started it because the Bible says God formed man from the dust. And then, when He formed man from the dust, man was not a living being, man was as good as useless. And then the Bible says, God breathed into the nosery of man. God breathed into his nursery, And as God breathed into the nosery of man, the Bible says, man became a living being. Okay, that tells us that um, God made it very clear that there must be a relationship between God and man. Because it is that relationship between God and man that gives man life. If that relationship was not there, or if that relationship is not there, then man does not have life, because it is the breath of God that makes man to become a living being. Is somebody with me at all now? So let's put it this way: Jesus said in Book of um, John, I think Chapter 15, He said, "Without me, ye can do nothing." So there's a relationship with God, and then there's a relationship with other man, other men. All of those things were established in Genesis. One was established, I mean, they were, they both were established in Genesis chapter 2. God created man from the dust, and then he breathed into noses, and man became a living being. And then further down, the Bible says, God, after he created man, he said, it's not good for man to be alone. And so, I'd like you to take this very clearly at the beginning of this message which is going to help your life. If you will understand this one principle, I I believe that you are going to be able to flourish and do well in life. First, it must be clear that you are too small a number to make significance. You, one person, an individual, is too small a number to make significance. One person cannot do any great thing. One person. One person alone. It is only God that is self-sufficient. Every other man, we, all, we always need other men. Say after me, every other man, we need other men. Every other man, we need relationship. Come on, say to yourself, I need relationships. Okay, good. So, uh, relationships are essentially a uh, uh, um, um, network, uh, a connection between Man and man, or man and whatever is relating with. There must be an interaction. And it becomes necessary that a wise person must know, how do I maximize? How do I get the maximum benefit from my relationships that I have? Relationship, And you know, in different areas, in different ways, we have different forms of relationship. You have relationships that are professional relationships, or occupational relationships. You know there are people that God will put into your life, in and the essence of their being being in your life is that as you interact with them, they bring benefit to your work, to your career, to whatever business that you are doing. Somebody with me, and it took it took the business world a long time to understand that relationship is key. Now they they begin to uh, uh, handle what we call customer care, customer care service. And you know, in a place of work now, they know that the value of customer is very essential to the life of the business. Once you do not take, treat the customer well, and you know, by customer it's a it's a wide range of definitions. By customer, it does not I mean they, they mean not only the people who buy from you, they also mean people you buy from. Is someone with me at all now? Huh? For example, if you have a company and then um, some people supply you goods, they are your customer. And then people come to buy your product; they are your customer. Is somebody with me? At all, huh? In fact, some experts have even expanded it a little bit to say that your customer also include your employees, people who work in your organization, because they are also buying into your vision. So, at one grade or the other, you must learn what they are saying. In essence, in with customer relations, is simply this: treat relationship in your business or career very well. Is somebody with me? At all, huh? And as you have that uh, 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 business or career relationships, you also have relationships, um, social relationships. People, they may not necessarily be there for you in your business or thereabout, about, but they are around. They are people who, who wish you well. And their are, they are goodwill is part of the things you ride on to actually find some certain expression. For example, none of us is an employee of... Um, uh, um, the president, Mr. President. None of us are an employee of Mr. President. But certainly some people actually voted for Mr. President out of goodwill. They love Mr. President, they like him, not because they are his employee, but because in the society, for one reason or the other, some people like him as a person. Hello. For example, I like uh, President Olushe Gompassojo because of my own personal opinion. I don't know what your opinions are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I like him that. And, and that's how it is. There are people in the society that God will place there one way or the other. They are not your employee. They are not your parent. They are you know, your family members. And for one reason or the other, you are supposed to be in relationship with them. Is somebody with me at all now? Okay, good. Now, the wisdom is that everybody that must maximize his life, that must become the best in his life, that must be all that God has designed and framed him to be, must learn by all means how to maximize relationships at all fronts and so the whole of this month we are going to be dealing with that from different angles, from different perspectives. even in church we come to church you you come to church and you sit down beside people you and all that those relationships are essential if you don't know how to maximize it you might actually fail hello you know, I, I was in Lagos during the course of the week, and yesterday I was with somebody, and we were just discussing about my the former church that I pastored, uh, uh, that I pastored with, and then we were discussing about one or two persons in the place, and then we were we, were, we were narrowing down a particular relationship. This brother came to church. You know, they just met in church. Normal young brother. I think maybe in his um um it was in his early. He was in his late twenties, maybe 28, 29. And then he met this other person, and then they began to interact. And then as they interacted, he was a very nice person. When they give him work to do, he will do it well. He became very diligent, and all of that. So the person actually brought him closer. And then as he brought him closer, after some time, he liked him. So the person formed a company, and then put his name on the company as one of the MDs. As one of the co-owners. The person was the one who brought the money of the business. He was the one who owned the business, owned the capital, owned everything, owned the connection. But because this guy was very diligent that he would do it, he said, do this, he would do it, and all of that. So the man felt, look, I, I need a I need support, so he brought him in as an MG. And then it got to a time that they needed to separate and all of that. For him to be separated, he got 70 million. In a relationship that he brought nothing into. But for him to be say, okay, you have done well, go and stand on your own, seventy million. And I just simply ask a question: What if he was stupid with our relationship at the beginning of it? Many of us never know that great things. And this person I'm talking about, that I'm talking about to you now, is a is a multi-millionaire. In fact, the person that was talking to me said, I mean, I, I even saw him, I saw him so so day, and I said, hey, you this boy, you don't have respect for elders again, no. oh. When was the last time you sent me money? Sir, sorry. And then right there and then send out two hundred. You eh, know, say how much do you need? Say, Maybe two hundred thousand. Right there and then send out two hundred thousand. Somebody that can send you two hundred thousand right there and there, you should know that it's not a small boy. So relationships. Sometimes we commonize relationships, and then we wonder why our lives are not moving forward. Because God has done it in such a way that what you need is in somebody. Do you know when God said I will create an helpmate? For Adam, it didn't only mean a wife, it's a complex statement. There are people who are supposed to be helpers that are suitable to your destiny, that God needs to bring into your life. And when you bring them into your life, he expects you to initiate, or they initiate a relationship, but he expects the relationship to be properly maintained, managed in such a way that maximum benefit can come out of it. And if you do not know how to manage those relationships very well, then you may not get the best out of it. Let's take another example, for example, in church. God gives you a prophet. What you do with the prophet determines what you get. You know what I'm saying? Huh? You have a relationship with the prophet. Do you know what your pastor or your prophet is to do for you? It's not to give you money first, what is to do for you is to give you God. And if you do not know how to manage the relationship, what you are supposed to get out of it, you will not get somebody say, how ah, 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 can it ah, be that you should give me God? When if he has money, you should give me money too. Yes, once a while, if he has, if God puts that in, but that's not the primary thing he should give you. If a man of God gives you God, the God that he gives you solves your problem. You remember that Jesus, I mean, uh, Peter was going by the beautiful gate, met that man, and then he said, the man said, Please give us money. And the Bible says, he fastened his eyes unto Peter, looking at them with the intention that, ah! And you guys see, money must come on. And then Peter says, silver and gold have I none, But such as I have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And power, power, flew from Peter, and hit that man that was lame in his leg, and he jumbled and started running. What he had never done before. Somebody But sometimes people come to church, they don't even know how to interact with their prophet. That was why some people came around Jesus, they didn't get anything, and some came around Jesus and they got something, simply because they knew how to manage the relationship. Can you imagine? Twelve people were with Jesus. One of them was lost in his mind. He was not that concerned about the money. We had around jesus but because he didn't know how to manage the relationship and because he didn't know how to manage that relationship he lost his destiny he he didn't only lose his life he lost his destiny how do i know that when peter rose up to speak he said It's bishopric let another man take in other words his place in destiny let somebody else take but check it and compare it with peter peter was a different guy Jesus came one day and spoke to everybody roughly. In fact, Jesus didn't even mind. who they, just spoke. And then the Bible says, every, a lot of people who had this said, this is a hard saying. And they got angry and they left. And you can imagine. Even the small people that even remain, Instead of him to now be family, Jesus just looked at them and said, hey, won't you go? <laughs> won't you also go? Ah, Peter said, I have common sense. So, whom shall we go? You have the word of eternal life. We are going nowhere. And that way, Peter demonstrated that he understood the value of relationship. So that even when Peter now had problem, Jesus said to him, he said, Look, Peter, there was a council in heaven, just like the day of Job, and the devil, the devil appeared in the council. And he told God, he asked, He has asked for you. The devil is asking God, give me Peter. Can you imagine? He said, he has asked for you that he may sift you like a wheat. He went to ask God, give me Peter. And because Jesus was God himself, he said, if you can find that scripture, give me that scripture. He has asked for you that he may sift you. He said, but don't worry Peter, I have prayed for you. I have gone ahead. Because you understand relationship. You have a good relationship. We have good relationship together. I have prayed for you. And my prayer is that your faith won't fail you. So no matter what the devil does, you will overcome it. Ah! You know, for a long time I've wondered, ah, Jesus, why did you pray for Peter alone? You didn't pray for Judas. Don't tell me God that, Jesus didn't know about Judah. He knew long time ago. He'd been saying it severally. In fact, at the point in time, he had to say, What you do, do quickly. He even knew when the devil entered into him and he didn't say a word of prayer concerning him. And yet, for Peter, he went and he prayed for Peter. And he came to tell Peter, Peter, get ready, get ready on your mark. Something is about to happen. That's what relationship can do for you. Is somebody with me at all now? And so, one of the things that is necessary is that we must have the right attitude and right perspective towards relationships that God brings into our lives. All kinds of relationships. You know, I'm just saying that there are all kinds of relationships that God is going to bring into your life or that God is going to bring you into. Look at your brother and say, Neighbor, I'm giving you counsel today. Pay attention. To all the relationships that are in your life. God is bringing people into your life. And he will still bring many other into your life. Learn how to treat them well. Is somebody with me here this morning? So relationships are very powerful. You know, I have found out in my little journey. That a, quite a number of things that God has done in my life. Including some of the prayers that God has answered for me. They came on the platter of relationships. Came on the platter. When last did you ever see heaven open like this and dollar was coming down? When was the last time that you just, you just woke up like this and then you just see, bah, heaven open and bags of rice were coming down? Okay, maybe that one is too far. When last did you wake up? And you just saw five angels. They just came. Say, yes, we came for you. Well, for what? We brought you bags of rice and beans from heaven. You know why it will not happen? God already knows that needs will be on earth. So he already created relationships at the beginning. He said, it is not good for man to be alone. Man can't be self-sufficient. He will need helpers. So he created relationships so that the, part of the relationships is marital relationship. Is somebody with me at once huh? part of the relationship is marital relationship? So it now becomes our responsibilities as individuals to learn how to maximize those relationships because it is in maximizing those relationships that you will press the relationships until they deliver their products. There are content in relationships that you have. I'm telling you the truth. There are contents, and I mean loaded content in some of the relationships that you have. If you do not know how to manage them well, when you need to place a demand on them, it will be difficult. Some of, I mean, something happened to me during the course of the week. You know, our student on scholarship, uh, uh, um, I looked at the bill. Just for one school, aside from several other schools, just for one school alone, they brought us a bill of 300 and something thousand. In fact, the actual bill was supposed to be um 500 and something thousand, maybe about 550 or 570 thousand for just one school. I was our student in that school, and because of the relationship I have with the person, the person said, Because it is you, I will slash it down and brought it to three hundred and something thousand. Then I asked for one or two deductions, then it brought it down to two hundred and seventy something thousand. Then last week, I, I felt after we have paid, I think we paid about hundred, we needed a little more to pay on the school fees. And then I look and I said, this budget is too heavy, we don't have the resources. You know, when I look at this, and we, just one, one school, one secondary school. We have not, not talked second time, we have not talked third time, we have not talked of those who are in the university and all that. So I felt that the budget was. So I called the man and said, Sir, I know you have given me enough, but I want to ask you for more, like Oliver Swiss. And guess what I asked for? I asked for a waiver of another 50,000. He said, Pastor, she is you. Don't worry. Will you go to a man that you don't know, that you have no relationship with, and ask for it? Is somebody with me at all now? I'm trying to help you to understand something. You'll get quite a number of things done in life with ease if you learn to manage relationship well. I tell people, be careful how you handle doors because you may need to come through those doors again. Yeah. Yeah careful how you handle those. Because relationships that God is going to bring in your life, be careful how you handle them. Some will be spiritual benefits. Some will be psychological and emotional benefits. Some will be financial benefits, but handle relationships well. Is someone with me at all? I've asked the corporate affairs manager of international Breweries to come and share with us how to manage relationships in the workplace. Some people are so so dull that they do not know that when you walk in a place, make sure that as much as it lies within your power, don't be the one initiating fight with people. Some people don't understand that. They say, Me or Gary, no, 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 no. nobody's garying me here. So, so no, the way they employ you, they employ me. So let everybody ah, you don't know that might be your key to the next level. I'm telling you the truth. I remember one of our sisters here. She came to me because she had to move to Lagos. She was a nurse. And then she came to me. She was working in a school. And then she felt their pay was too small and all that. So she would come and say, Pastor, in fact, that place, they are just using me. How much are they paying? And I said, look, one thing I have known about God, your future is in your present seed." Did you hear what I have said? Your future is in your present seed. If you do not learn how to manage your present seed, because your situation and your context today is a seed. If you do not know how to manage that seed very well, you will never have a future. So I said this is my counsel go to that same place of work and act as if they are paying you a lot of money. And because it's a school, you work in their clinic, treat those children very well relate with them do as if they are paying you well so she was doing it one of those days she came and said pastor what you asked me to do is very difficult to and i said he said because some of these children they just come and take my things and all of that i said it doesn't matter just do your own be you know some of us we do not know that the job you are doing now is just a track for you on your way to where you are going and if you don't do what you are supposed to do well, where you are doing what you are doing now, some people are saying, eh, "No, I cannot use all my energy for a business that is not my own." You know, you know, you know. I'm conserving my energy so that when I start my own, Ah, Jesus has given us the principle long time ago. If you are not faithful in that which belongs to another man, who will give you what belongs to you? Simple. They employ you as a cleaner. Your job is to sweep floor. And they give you 2,000. Say, how much are they paying me? That they now want me to be sweeping everywhere, sweeping everywhere, sweeping. Am I a sweeper? No problem. You can remain on that spot forever. But if you have taken that job, do that sweeping as if they are paying you a million. And put smile on your face. Don't let everybody feel that they are the one causing your misery. Say, the 3,000 they even gave me. Say, that 2,000 cannot even feed, a, feed, feed me for one for one day. Eh? Eh? And then they will, no, you don't do it that way. There's something there that you don't know. So after saying that to that sister, she went back and you know, was just doing her own and all of that. And then one of the girls there, the father came to visit one day. And then the father came to her and said, oh, so you are this so and so that my daughter usually talk about. Wow, nice meeting you. And all that, the father went. And then at another time, man just said, would you like to work at an MPC? If it is you, what will be your answer? <laughs> 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 and then after she answered, the next thing that happened was that the house had to send a CV. Like play like joke. She found herself at an MPC. Do you know that that NMPC became the platform for her to go to Germany. That's an MPC. She, she's, she, she's a member of this. Only. She's in the US now, but she's a member of this. Show. Are you following me at all now? From a job of 25,000 in Lagos, with every usage, no, no free day. Monday to Sunday, they are camped inside the school. But she could have used her stupid attitude to destroy her future. Relationship is key. Tap your neighbor and say, Neighbor, relationship is key. All right, good. So, what I'm saying in essence is that you need to learn how to maximize relationship. Some people are just fighter, natural Ayana. You don't know, you never can say. Somebody in your company, somebody where you work, might just be watching you. That person might be the secret key to your next level. Because one day, they will be looking for somebody that is capable of doing what God has gifted you in at the higher place. And that person will be there. And just a word from the person, "Pump," will open the door for you. That's why you need to manage relationship well. Some, it is that God has placed some substance in their hand. And then, they're just there. And you may not even know that something is in their hand. Or it may not even be in the immediate. But because you relate well, you treat the relationship with them very well. When the time comes, God wants to do something in your life. And the money is in their, in their own hands. Suddenly, because you have behaved well, you have managed the relationship well, God will touch them. They will release it to you. I was, I mean, on Fridays, my friend was telling me about somebody who was going to start... His own uh, organization, and he had been in this other organization just relating with people well, so that people liked him in this organization where he was working. So, when he decided to go and start his own organization, somebody called him and said, Ah, I learned that you are going to start the organization, we will miss you. Uh, what can I give you? and just wrote him a check 50 million. Yeah, you see, the way somebody said. Eh? Well, Which year will that happen to me? It's, it's, it can be far if you understand how to manage relationships. Some of you are sitting in this church beside your destiny helper in the next five years. You may not know. Because when God is making men, it's not written on the face. No, it's not written on the face. But if you treat the relationship well, by the time it's supposed to deliver to you it will deliver naturally because you manage it well what betide people who try to behave like as isolationists who just feel no, one thing about me one thing about me is that one thing about me is that I don't interact with people I just like people to do their own I do my own one thing about me is I am, I am classy I class myself That's how you will class yourself out of destiny. You class yourself. Even Jesus, the Anointed of God, didn't class himself that way. The Bible says he found favor both with God and with man, with men. If there is no reason, it will not be written there. The favor he found with men is the only reason why men gave him of their substance. The Bible says certain women, including the wife of chusa steward of erod they joined themselves to the organization of jesus and from their substance without compelling them they were given to jesus their own substance jesus didn't cane them he didn't abuse them he didn't force them he didn't use roman soldier to oppress them but of their own free will they were given to if jesus couldn't fulfill his destiny without needing man how do you think he will fulfill yours the only thing is that God doesn't want you to make man your source. He doesn't want you to now make man your God. But he wants you to know how to manage relationships. Hello? it's so bad. In fact, I've seen the, a horrible side of it in this city. People with very stinking attitude. Expecting God to make millionaires out of them. Ordinary customer you can't treat you well. Somebody just price your fish from 100 nether to 15 era you got angry are there no better ways of saying oh sorry uh," and you know what if it had costed that much i would have really given it to you but really the cost price is higher than that can can we do better can we have another bargain what do you think don't forget that any burumo the person that is wicked knows the man who is pricing your good and underpricing your good knows in his heart. He's just trying if you agree. Yeah. I wanted to buy a, a book on the road. And that book, I know if I go to a bookshop, it will be about two, 2005. So, I saw this guy he brought it to me. I said, I said, 1000. Oh God. Finally I say okay. So, we have discussed in the card. And then my friend said you can buy it at 500 say hey, it's true so the guy came back again he said 500. Say, said ah oh god no 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 then i drove up then because i was in the world me too i was using one eye to check it <laughs> then he finally matched up to me he said oh god no 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 add something add something so i saw another one he brought that one i said the two of them one thousand say ah, oh god one it didn't me that i was surprised i know something was wrong Do you get what I'm saying now? The Bible says the bargainer bargains to his side. Eventually, you know what happened? I bought two for one five. But me too, man, I know that there's no way I could have bought that two. I don't know if you are getting what I'm talking about. I'm telling you real life issues. There's no way I would have bought it at that price. But because he agreed, praise God for him. So, but there are better ways to tell people sorry My good is not up to that. I mean, it's more than that or something like that. And then you will still maintain relationships. So, we all need to learn how to maintain relationships in our lives. All kinds of relationships. But there's one I want to emphasize so strongly in the next few minutes before I drop the mic. And that's your relationship with God. Your relationship with God. You must learn to maximize your relationship with God. And how do you maximize your relationship with God? Genesis chapter 17, from verse 1 to 16. Give it to me. Genesis chapter 17, from verse 1 to 16. It's a lengthy scripture. Just let's quickly read it and then I'll give you some punches and a ask course to pray. And when Abraham was 99 years old and nigh, the Lord appeared to Abraham and said to him, I am Almighty God. Walk before me. Walk before me, there means develop and maintain your relationship with me. When you see walk before me, it means Because anytime you see a walk with God, for example, you say, Enoch walk with God. You can also translate it this way without doing damage to that scripture. Enoch Enoch had a relationship with God. Do you get what I'm saying now? So when God said, walk before me, he's simply saying, Abraham, develop your relationship before me. Develop your relationship with me, sorry. Develop your relationship with me and be thou perfect. You know that what God was saying? Let our relationship be very solid. You know, there are relationships that you develop that they they are weak. And their relationship will develop, they are strong. You can develop your relationship with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, that it will be so strong that it will translate from just ordinary friendship to marriage. To be strong. And yet, there are people who are even married, but their relationship as husband and wife is not strong. So they cannot get maximum benefit. Why do you need relationship to be perfect? Unless relationship are perfect, unless, unless relationship is perfect, the maximum of that relationship cannot come out. Are you following me at all now? Every relationship has embedded potential. Every relationship. Marriage, marriage, whatever relationship, have embedded potential. And unless, unless you bring it to the maximum level, you cannot derive the maximum benefit. And this might go for all the husbands and wives here. If you don't learn to develop a better and stronger relationship with your wife, I'm telling you the truth. You will not get the maximum benefit from that. That relationship will not benefit you. All of you that are um, fiancés and fiancée, fiancés and fiancée, <laughs> let me quickly tell you, please, that relationship, make sure that you work on it, that it becomes perfect. That means you bring it to the maximum level of oppression. How can you say you are, in, you are fiancé to somebody and then there's no strong communication? How do you say you're fiancé and fiancé to somebody and then the person can't trust you? You know, there are quite a number of things that goes into a relationship. Ingredients that go into a relationship that makes it strong. And the strength of relationship will determine what you get out of it. So God said, Abraham, develop your relationship with me and bring it to the maximum level. Let's get away from the ordinary level. Don't forget that before this time, God had called Abraham to relationship in Genesis chapter 12. From Genesis chapter 12, Abraham has started relating with God. But he had, not, he had not drawn the maximum. He hadn't drawn the maximum. Because at this point, God has not even asked Abraham for his son. You will find that, that after this point, God asked Abraham for his son in Genesis chapter 22. To prove the strength of that relationship. Because between now and Genesis chapter 22, Abraham had to do a lot of things on that relationship. He had to do a lot of things. So that God had to test the relationship. And the truth is that every, every true relationship will be tested one way or the other. Consciously or unconsciously. Relationship between husband and wife will be tested. Just imagine the day your wife just come over and say, Honey, I just suddenly discover that this, I have so-so-so-so sickness. Some people at that moment, that's the end of the relationship. At least from their mind. They will start looking for another yo-yo somewhere. Is somebody with me at all Because they cannot now say, let's together build this. You know, I had one of the best stories on Friday. The son of Agbishop A. Sindhousa was sharing this story with us. He said, his wife and himself, they got married. And after two or three years, they didn't have a child. So they went to the hospital. And then the, hospital, the doctors told him, after testing him, they said he had a low spam count. Not only does he have a low spam count, that the quality of his spam is low. That's the first time I'm hearing that one. He has low spam plus low quality of spam. <laughs> okay, so the probability of having a child is bound. Then they said the wife, one of the ovaries is blocked. So, this is double wallah for anybody. (laughs) Praise the Lord. But do you know what he said that touched me? He said himself and his wife, they agreed together. In other words, they brought the relationship to perfect level. Yes, we had the doctor's reports. But there is a union that we can have that can take us to another dimension. For one shall chase a thousand and two shall chase ten thousand perfect you know and then they began to pray do you know what they didn't have only a child they had four they had four of course they lost one but they had four from what they said the prognosis is i mean the probability is low so when god was speaking here because some of us we just read that scripture we, we don't when he's talking here he's simply saying look i don't want you to do religion with me i have enough power look at how he introduced himself Almighty. In other words, I have all power. But don't have relationship with me that you will limit my ability. The the quality of your relationship with God will determine how much of his power is expressional. Relationship with God has quality. You can bring it to perfection. You can bring it to perfect level. A strong quality. So God said, develop your relationship with me. Bring it to strong quality. Let me the next verse. He said, and I will make my covenant between me and you. In other words, I will strike an agreement with you. And will multiply thee exceedingly. Next. And Abraham fell on his face and God talked with him. Saying, yeah, go on. As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Yes? Neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations have I made thee, and I will make thee exceedingly fruitful. I I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Next, next, next. And I will establish my covenant between me and thee and thy seed after thee and their generations for everlasting, for an everlasting covenant to be a God unto thee and to thy seed. Please, because of time, I won't read you. When you get to me, you can read. Do you notice that all the good things that God said will happen to Abraham? Do you notice that there was no place where God said Abraham will do it? Check that scripture. I will make you. I will. I will, I will. There's nowhere it was said, and Abraham, your effort will produce this. One important lesson. All through your life, if you can learn to build a strong relationship with God, if you can learn to do what you are supposed to do in building a strong relationship with God, God will make a lot of things happen in your life that human ability can't handle. Is somebody will me at all, huh? He will begin to decompose. He has the power. Then why is he not doing it? He will not do it until he is sure that you truly belong to him. Have you seen a guy, a man who wants to marry a lady? And the lady is doing one leg with him and another leg with three other guys. And that man will go and build a house and light his name and her name there. Saying, ah, I know that one day we'll marry. Or he will go and buy a buy nice car. And say, this very expensive car, say of 30 million, is going to be jointly owned. Or he will start a business that's supposed to bring him money and say it's jointly owned. He won't do that. You know why he will not do that? Because he is not sure. There's nothing That brings the best out of a relationship as much as certainty that this person belongs to me. The moment you are certain that this person, we are together. I don't advise people to do it, but me and my wife, since the time we started started courting, we kept joint account. We are in relationship. We are not married. We had joint account. But it was based on one thing. We were both sure. The quality of that relationship, she will earn a salary and bring to me, I will use Biro to divide how we are going to spend. She's our accountant. I'm the chief. (laughs) (laughs) Praise the Lord. But it is based on the quality of relationship. You will be stupid as a lady to have a guy that you are not sure of, Now, have your salary and go and give to her. She will use you and dump you. Upon it all, you will be a fool. Are you following me at Because I had pastor say it. Because because you had me say it doesn't mean you can do it with everybody. Except when you are sure. That's what God was saying to Abraham here. Say, so Abraham, walk before me, be perfect. And I promise you, ah. I will decorate you, Yafun, Yafun. You will be I will stupefy you. Is somebody with me at all And then he began to talk about what he will do. That Adam's effort can't even do. So somebody's already testing and saying, Pastor, ah, give us. How do we then... Let me quickly run through that in the next 10 minutes. There are key areas, key focus I'll give you. Number one, I'm going to talk to you about the purpose of that relationship. I'm going to talk to you about the person that is knowing the person of God. Because in relationship, you must know what is the purpose of this relationship. You must know who is the person I'm in relationship with. You must know what is the rule of that relationship. You must know... The enemy of the person you are in relationship with. You know, look up. When you come into a relationship with somebody, and I mean a very strong, if you have somebody that is your best friend, and I mean your tight friend, do you know that naturally, whatever is fighting your tight friend begins to fight you? Because if your tight friend is sick, your heart will be sick, even if you are not sick physically. Somebody has ever understood that before? If you truly love your husband, and your husband is sick, you are sick too. You may not have physical sickness, but you have sickness of the mind because relationship is what makes it so. If somebody with me at her. Okay, good. So we need to understand all of that. Okay, good. So I, I, let me start with, let me start with, with um, the enemy of, of your friend. If you are building a relationship with God, the devil is the enemy of God. It's constantly. Revelation chapter 12 have told us that. He said the dragon fought in heaven. He, he wanted to be like God, and God said there's no way. So he fought in heaven, and then he was, he was beaten and chased out of heaven. From that time, he came to this world, and he became a troubler of Israel in this world. And his job is to look for people who have a relationship with God. He wants to fight them. So once you come into a relationship with God, just know you are the number one target that the enemy wants to attack. Now, I think this understanding has not helped a lot of people to know that some people have saying, Hey, I've been a Christian. I've been going to church. and I don't know why these things are happening to me. Take note. The moment you start to take your relationship serious with God, expect an attack almost immediately. Some of you are going to decide that from today I'm going to take my relationship with God. I'm going to take it serious. But let me tell you, it's not going to necessarily be rosy. Expect an attack. The moment you say, I will take my relationship with God to the next level, the devil will come against you. Why? He doesn't want anybody to go. Because he doesn't like God himself. He has a problem with God. He's somebody with me has. So once you understand that, you are ready for battle. That's why the Bible says the trial of our faith is much more precious to God than gold and silver. Your ability to win against the devil, no matter what he throws at you, you say, hey, stop there. No matter what you do, I'm still loyal to God. Do you know God doesn't mind? You lose your house, lose your clothes, lose everything around you, provided you will keep standing and telling the devil, let everything be taken, I'm still God. I, I laugh when I hear people say, eh, eh, eh uh, bro, all these years I've been coming to church, that has been happening. So, uh, if I also go to the other side now, there's something wrong there. Babu God doesn't want his relationship with us to be based on what you get from him first. It should be based on loyalty and commitment to him. Therefore, the enemy of God will come to tell God that you are not loyal. And because of that, God will allow him, he will take permission from God, and God will allow him to shake you small, to shake some things around you. You may start up your life and there's no money, you don't have money to go to school, there's no this, you know, everything looks bleaky. What you should know is that the one that you are having a relationship with has strange power. He can change things overnight. Just one night. One day, it can turn everything around and then your story becomes different. So if you know that as a person you are having a relationship with, you will not be bothered what the devil is doing around you for a moment. Can you imagine what the devil took Job through? And all on the fact that he felt Job was nowhere to God. If it was God that boasted about it. Say, hey, the devil, eh, sons of God gathered the devil also came. Say, <laughs> and God said, oh boy, what did they do for here now? He said, Baba, you know now I don't get house. they go to and fro. <laughs> And then God said, Have you happened to see my servant Job? Can't you see that guy? With all the way you have been messing around with people on the earth, can't you see that that guy is my friend? Very loyal to me. He said, I believe Baba leave that you know. Now, because you the protector, have you not set edge around him? You? you remove the edge. He didn't say, I will remove the edge. He said, You remove the edge. Give me permission to touch him and let us see what will happen. God Gave him permission, <laughs> then he came to perform his action. Is somebody with me at honor? But the Bible says, in all of the things that Job went through, he did not lose his integrity. That's why I tell people, when you are going through things, that's the time you should even be serving God more. When you don't have money, say, eh, yeah, I, I, can't come, I can't come to church because I don't have money. Ah, you got it wrong. That's when you should trek. You have just missed an opportunity to slap the devil. Say hey, I have not eaten, you know, and when I'm not eating like that, my, my eyes will be turning me, and then when my eyes will be turning me, I, I don't have energy to pray. You have just missed an opportunity. It is that time that you say, oh, he shell on empty stomach. Yes. I'm telling you the truth. Every time you act Contrary to the attack of the enemy On your life You strengthen your case with God This is your pastor That has been my secret for years I'm telling you the truth I've gone through all kinds of things Even in this city You see because I don't tell people what I go through They don't know that I go through things And you know what I found out with this God When you are in relationship with him And you are going through things He will cover you up with garment of glory That people will not know what you are going through you may not have money in your pocket. People will not know you don't have money in your pocket, except you begin to show it. And some of us, we, we play into the hands of the enemy because we want sympathy. We want people to pity party. You want people to pity. So you now deliberately say, oh, look, I see people, these people don't know what I'm going through. What's wrong with you? Hmm. If you know what the devil has been doing with me, if you, if you know what I've been going through, hmm. can you believe that since two days ago, I've really not eaten? This life, I don't know what kind of life I came. The devil just called a conference. He said, Ha, <laughs> ha, you. But you've not eaten. You dress yourself well. You just move as if nothing happened. The devil will be angry. He will give a- I want this guy to fall. I want this guy... I will praise your name. I will worship you. Glory, hallelujah. Sing unto them. Then your landlord just comes in the next day and says, See, if you don't pay your rent, you pack out tomorrow. The devil gets angry the more. And then one person that you have owed debts long time ago that has almost even forgotten the debt will just come and lock your clothes in public. Give me my money. Otherwise, i will say embarrass you everywhere. You know what the devil is eating at? He just wants to bring you low. That's all he wants to do. But if you choose not to lose your focus, you know why? The, this God I'm talking about, you see the way he introduced himself to Abraham. He said, I am almighty. I have power to solve all problems. Even if the case is very bad, I can turn it around. Do you know with all that the devil did for Job, did to Job, by the last chapter, the Bible says God restored unto Job everything and a multiple fold. God now gave Job another very interesting thing you know in those days if they want to come and marry you pay so God gave Job a way of making money, gave him several daughters and they are the most beautiful and you know then the more beautiful the lady is the more money you pay <laughs> and you know in their culture those days they do betrotha, betrothing. so some people pay in advance <laughs> so they technically were making him rich so he was using their money for business till his daughters will grow up you didn't hear me. Is <laughs> somebody with me at all now? That's our God. He can use any means to bless you. So you know that when you are facing an attack, is the enemy of God that does not want you to be committed to God. That is not the time to drop down your commitment. When you are facing challenges, it's not the time to drop service, it is stupidity. It's a- how can, I, how can I continue? Can I does master not know what I'm going to? Am I your God? What's my own? See, it is stupidity of you to consider me in your relationship with God. Do you know my job? My job is what I'm doing. To open your eyes, explain to you more and more so that you can know the validity and the, the, the nature and the size and the capacity of this God. Beyond that, I step aside. The power that solves problems doesn't belong to me. Do you know what? Even if I say, don't worry, I'll be praying for you. Or I say, come, let me pray for you. Do you know what I'm tapping? I'm tapping his power. If his power is not there, let me pour one million gallon of oil upon your head. Nothing will happen. You, am I talking to you? Can I be real with you? Therefore, you owe yourself that duty. Why you should even value our relationship is because of him. Because when you know and you respect him and you want a relationship with him, then you will respect the person that he has sent. So, if I am truly his representative, if I pray for you, power must work. Uh, it's, it's not pride. Because I have a relationship with him and I know he sent me. If I pray for you and nothing happens, go and check yourself. I'm not joking. No. If I open my mouth to pray for you, on any subject and it does not happen as prayed It's out of two things maybe god is waiting for a timing to make it perfect or something is wrong with you hello okay so that's one number two i've talked about i want to talk about his person but i've talked a lot about his person he's almighty he's a spirit that's one of the things you will need to know is a spirit He's all wise and all of that. What is the purpose of his relationship? Why does he want a relationship with us? Because he wants to be glorified. So, through our lives, he wants to be glorified. Through our lives, he wants to be glorified. In my life, be glorified. Be glorified today. All right. Number three. how do we come no that, that should be number four now how do you communicate with him i mean what, uh, what are the what are the rules governing relationship with god first one is that is the rule of faith believe that he is believe that even though i can't see him oh there is god do like our former like well no, let me not mention do like that uh that mama there is god oh. Tell yourself, convince yourself. You know why that is necessary? The Bible talks about the fact that without faith it is impossible to please God. For they that come to God must know that he exists. And it is a reward of them that diligently seek him. So you must acknowledge that he is. Come on, say there is God. Say it again, there is almighty God. God is a living God. I have a living God. Okay, so faith. Number two you must align with him you must arrange your life arrange everything about your life to agree with him because god will not stand it if god tells you go this way and you go that way you will have problem with him so either he gives you the instruction from the bible or he gives you that instruction in your spirit whichever way god takes to communicate instructions to you the rule of the game is follow is somebody with me at all now align your life align yourself thing number 3 of that rule is service service God loves to be served. The Bible says, Exodus chapter 23, it said, Thou shalt serve the Lord your God, He will bless your water and your bread. Thou shalt serve the Lord your God, He will bless your water and bless your bread. He will remove sickness and diseases from the midst of you. Is somebody with me at all now? Okay, good. Relationship with God, if you want to maximize it, one of the rules is to engage God by deliberately serving Him. Look for what you will be doing to bring him glory. Be part of making things happen to honor him. Certainly, he will respond. Certainly. One of the rules I know that you can use when there is sickness is the rule of service. That's why I tell people, before the devil will attack you with sickness, you better put in a lot of service. It is one thing you can use to present your deliverance. Because the rule says thou will serve the Lord your God, he will bless your water and bless your bread, he will remove sicknesses from you. And God is not known to lie, He's ever true to His word. Is somebody with me at The rule rule of first place. First place. First place in your finances. That's why. How do you earn money? And then somebody is telling you tight is to make pastors rich. You don't understand how these things work. Tithing is one of the very important key principles of the kingdom. God wants you to acknowledge that He is the one that is giving you power to get wealth. That's why in Deuteronomy chapter eight verse eighteen, He said, "When I have when I've given you everything, when everything is okay for you, you are living in a good house, you have money, everything flowing." He said, "Don't forget." Remember the Lord your God for it is he that you to get wealth. So that he can fulfill his covenant. So you have a responsibility to give him first. Jesus says seek you first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then every other thing shall be added to you. When there is a conflict between your job and God, God must come first. When there is a conflict between anything and God, God must confess. When you begin to conduct your affairs that way, you will be amazed what God can do with you. Rise up to your feet. You are the love of my life. You are the hope that I live you mean me? more than these God. words to oh. so- me, I will not trade it minutes I like you to bother people before I listen